0: I just love having relationship experts on this show because it is our most favorite topic. And I got a girl today coming out of Monterey, California, and she (laughs) has got it going on. She knows what she's doing. You Google her, and the first thing you're going to see is relationship expert and love coach. And this week's guest is Kim Von Berg. And Kim specializes in healthy romantic partnerships. And her business, Thriving Loving Relationships, has been flourishing since 1997. You know, California's all about love out there. <laughs> As an authority in empowered relationships, Kim is a sought after speaker, trainer, and coach who assists clients toward a life of positive communication and fulfilling relationships, incorporating her extensive training in emotional wellness intimacy attachment theory multiple healing modalities and healthy relationship skills she's a communication specialist with a master's degree in humanistic psychology as well as a certif- as being certified by the international coach federation and she's also trained by a, one of my most favorite ladies in the program called Calling in the One, she has been certified and trained by best-selling author Catherine Woodward Thomas. And in addition, she's a California credential teacher and certified in neuro-linguistic programming. Girl, you got enough you. <laughs> this is going to be good.
1: Oh, Wow. I am excited to be here. Wow, thank you. I feel very honored that you've invited me to join your fabulous podcast. Oh my oh, gosh.
0: Thank you. I, you know, I have fun with it. I love meeting all these women, having them bring all this juicy content and lessons and healing modalities and their wisdom to the listeners. But the, you know, I have to keep reminding our listeners that all of the guests have gone through some kind of journey, a challenge, uh, you know, fallen down into a deep, dark hole and gotten back up. They all have a story, but that story has inspired them to do the work today and to serve the people they're serving. So, Kim, give us a little history. Dial us back a bit as to what inspired your work today.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I have I'm going to do, the, of course, the shortened version, um, but I'm going to share. It's kind of a two part thing. Why why I actually work with both couples and singles. So there's two parts to that. When I um, got with my spouse many years ago, uh, it was a rocky road (laughs) and it looked like we weren't going to make it. So we tried this and that, we went to uh, marriage and family therapists and just, we were both headstrong people. And um, so long story short, we found this amazing communication mentor and we ended up training with her. And we were so inspired with how those particular skills completely transformed our relationship that we started our own business. We co-began our own business Thriving, loving relationships. This was years ago. Um, and then my spouse got cancer in 2000, well, and passed away in 2008. So since then, before everything was focused on any relationship, it was couples, it was parent, teen, it was everything. We tried to help everybody that had challenges in their relationship. But after my spouse uh, passed away, I had such an experience of really deep I call it divine love it was so amazing that experience of you know the dying process and all that that I got inspired to focus on romance and I just I really wanted to focus on that and so it was a I also wanted to find a new beloved after the griefing you know the whole grief process and, um, I was having a hard time in my fifties, you know, early fifties. I was just like, wow, this is here. I am a relationship expert and I'm struggling with dating and this is like tough. And I made all the, the, wrong, you know, the mistakes, the classic mistakes, getting involved too quickly, blah, blah, blah. And I found Catherine Wilbur Thomas, you know, at her work and calling in the one. She also is famous for conscious uncoupling. And anyway, so I, I ended up getting to train with her personally in her private coaching um, to become certified as a calling in the one coach. And so that's kind of another avenue I that's been born of helping singles and I call it kind of the deep work. It isn't so much dating per se. You know, I, I have a whole litany of people I refer for the dating aspect, but it's more the internal work, which I needed. <laughs> you know, it completely transformed what I do, even in my work with couples. So that's my that's the short story.
0: <laughs> I think that we have to be the foundation. For creating a loving romantic relationship with somebody else. But it starts within us. We gotta have our shit together. I mean, we, you know, we yeah. gotta do the inner work. And if we don't, then we get into a process of just repeating over and over and over the same mistake, you know, with failed relationships. I wrote about it in my book. There's love personalities, we all have them. We keep doing the same thing, we have the same perception every time we look at somebody and we got to learn what those things are and get rid of them because it's outdated data
1: yes absolutely i so agree with you and it, it goes even i abs- what you I, you teach in your book and i which i adore it's like i'd have a quite a slight nuance that takes it even slightly deeper than that which is that i've learned this i had to learn this the hard way is that not only do we have these love stories that keep repeating bad patterns, but we also just go around believing that we're unlovable or that we have these like core beliefs about our own selves. And it ends up creating a whole world of experience, even in love and even in our, our whole lives, not just, not just our love lives if we believe that we're unlovable we're going to keep attracting people that reinforce that or if we believe that uh we're always going to be alone we're always going to attract the people that will definitely reinforce that we will be alone because they're going to leave or they're going to reject us or whatever the deal is
0: and i think a big one is that women don't feel worthy so they tolerate the the worst behavior they tolerate um infidelities they tolerate lies uh yeah. you know abusive verbal behavior because they don't feel worthy and there's nothing for yeah. the truth
1: absolutely
0: but if we don't call somebody on the carpet for this stuff who will we've got to say look at would we'll be very clear about what our needs are how we expect to be treated and um you know w- w- what what's okay and what's not okay. But most women don't do that.
1: Yes. You know, the way I see it is there's two things. I have this amazing program that kind of got born out of all this. It's called Three Steps to Create an Extraordinary Relationship. And it's like this duo thing where it's both the internal, maybe the healing work we need to do. Why we'll settle for the the kinds of things you're describing. You know, why is that? And that's like the internal healing work. And then there's also just relationship skills. Most of us, like we don't know how to communicate our needs. We don't know how to set boundaries in a loving way that doesn't damage the relationship. You know, we don't uh, we don't have those basic foundational skills. So it's a duo thing that I I really embrace both. Because you can't like, if you just go take a bunch of communication seminars, but you don't do your internal work, that's just sort of like, you know, it's not going to work. Right. So you have to do both. Oh, I'm a yeah
0: big, big proponent of internal work. I mean, that's really how I've transformed my life from addiction, depression, self-condemnation to, you know, surviving the failure of a marriage. Um, it's really the internal work that has been the guardian angel that's kind of guided me to make the right choices and to really come back whole and strong.
1: Yeah, you are a walking example of this. I, I've <laughs> been watching you. You're amazing. Yeah. Uh,
0: that,
1: <laughs> so, if anyone wants to know that this stuff works, they just it, let's look at Mal. It, so. <laughs>
0: it really does work. Yeah. So, you mentioned several times communication, it is so important because men and women communicate differently. How do you teach them to get on the same page?
1: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, okay, so um I I'm not one of the experts that focuses on the male female differences, which I, I gosh, there's so many beautiful experts out there. Um but really what I focus on is the essence of of commonality and that you know the that place where there is no male female it's it's where we're one Mm -hmm. and that comes with empathetic listening where we can recognize that so i usually start with that is teaching that skill believe it or not most of us don't know how to listen very well (laughs) you know we just don't Mm -hmm. so there's a skill set to teach around that and when um you know and, and slowing things down a lot of times Because if there's an argument, and believe me, I see this a lot with the couples that come to see me, there's, you know, everyone has their part that they want to be heard on. And then the other one wants their, so if we slow it down and, and I teach them how to stop their part of it and turn the focus on the other person, you would not believe the miracles I see you know people are are ready to get divorced but then when they learn that skill alone how to to be present with the other it calms everything down to where each each person can hear each other's part and have some empathy around it and then you can start shifting into problem solving and how to you know, get each other's needs met and all the kinds of things. And maybe boundaries need to be set on both parts or whatever else needs to be brought into the picture.
0: Don't you think it's a common complaint for women that they say, he doesn't hear me, he doesn't listen to me?
1: Yes, I hear that all the time.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you know, it's true. We need to listen. And I also believe... That we really need to know what we want. Mm-hmm. I see that women spend more time picking out a pair of shoes and a handbag than they do a man. You know, they 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 <laughs> they they know they they research, they look, they shop more <laughs> for a, a pair of shoes than they do trying to find the right partner.
1: Yes, that's so true. I, I think what your point is, though, about when when women say, because I hear that a lot, you know, he doesn't listen to me. Uh, what I find, because I watch carefully, because I also am trained in nonverbal body language, because we speak, our words are only about 10, they, people have their different percentages, 3% to 10% of our actual message. And the rest is our body language, our tone of voice. And, and so you learn to pay attention to that. And I'll watch a guy, like a, a husband wife, and that she's trying to communicate her thing and you just see him starting to glaze over because women use too many words. They and they don't know how to get to the point. Men know I said I'm not an expert, but I see I'm I'm just talking about my experience. Men tend to get right to the point. And so they don't understand when a woman's like, well, then this happened. And, and then, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then finally, you know, like 20 sentences later, they get to the point of what they want. You know, yeah. and by then he's gone. I mean, he's just, you know, he's checked out. So, so I think it's like if, if a woman really learns how to pay attention to her husband or her beloved, and really see what their commit. you can tell when they start to the glaze over because she's using too many words. So she, if she stopped and, said, and, and reflected, this is starting to get uninteresting for you. Yeah, you blah, blah, blah. You're, ta- yeah, you're talking too much. Well, so, so meaning if there's a real tuning in, then there's going to start to be real communication with each other.
0: Do you teach your clients NLP as a form of of understanding one another when they are communicating? Do you get them to dabble in that or just more empathetic listening?
1: Yeah, I do all kind I have like a huge tool basket. <laughs> you know, so NLP where I I bring that in is usually more um kind of the the um which is an unconscious part of things. It's sort of the part that you could sometimes call hypnotherapy, but it's tapping into other parts that we're not conscious of because we all have many parts to us. So that's where I bring in NLP. NLP has many applications, but that's how I use it because sometimes there's a part of us that's operating that we're not conscious of. So um, and then I bring in also some of the work, which dovetails really well with NLP. Uh, there's a process that Catherine Wilbur Thomas teaches in her work, which is called True You Awakening. So a lot of times when people are in a fight, let's say, or they're arguing, there's usually a part coming out that's real young and wounded. <laughs> and it's starting to run the show. And then suddenly you have two little, here you've got people in their fifty 50s, but they're they're at their three-year-old level, <laughs> suddenly you have three-year-olds fighting. So there's no adult on board. So there's a process to help people recognize that's what's going on and bring in their adult part and and sort of be there for their three-year-old. Because in relationships, we often expect our spouse or our beloved to to take care of our little three-year-old who's having a temper tantrum or is horribly wounded about something. And, and it's really our responsibility, not our spouse's or our beloved, to take care of that wounded three-year-old. I say three-year-old, but it could be many ages where, yeah.
0: That's a brilliant concept because I think ultimately every time we get in an altercation, it is that wounded child in us that comes up and starts screeching
1: absolutely it's it's
0: triggered something that's maybe really doesn't even have anything to do with today but it's an old wound that is now being recharged reopened and
1: woof yeah yeah and i think the point for me is is that we never fully heal everything a hundred percent so there's always going to be i think it gets less and less the more we do the kind of work you're describing but but it's, oh, you're always going to have a part that sometimes gets triggered, but the idea is that you develop a loving adult part of you who can be there to comfort that part and recognize that that part's starting to take over, you know, because a lot of us, unless we do this kind of work that you're describing, this inner work, we're not even conscious that suddenly the three-year-old is the only one in charge, (laughs) you know, and is. Is like making a lot of mistakes and could ruin a relationship or check out or, or, you know, completely give up our needs or all the things you were saying. But we need a loving adult on board to go, you know, that's really not okay what he just did. You know, you need to speak up for yourself. Or wow, you're just melting on the floor in a, a temper tantrum. You know, you might you might want to get some control. Let me come comfort you, and then we'll, we'll come back and take a time out, and then we'll come back when I can talk. You know, civilly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Another brilliant idea: take a time out when when you're in a heated situation with a loved one, a, a partner. Yeah. Sometimes, as you just said, step back.
1: Ah. Uh. Yes.
0: Take five minutes, process, figure out where is all the emotion coming from? Is it anything that's really happening at this very moment? Or is it an old wound that's being opened up that that wounded child is kicking and screaming? Um, Someone pointed that out to me when I was going through all my own trauma and said, you know, Mel, there's a lot of wounded child in what you're talking about. You need to tell that little child that you've got this. And you're going to take care of her, and you're just so on top of this, and there's nothing to worry about. And I didn't realize it until she said it to me.
1: What a wonderful friend (laughs) to tell you that.
0: One of my spiritual teachers, and she said, a lot of this is really a wounded child here. Nurture that. You know, sit with it. Hug her. Reassure her. You... That you you're gonna protect her, that nothing's gonna happen to her. And boy, did it calm everything down.
1: It I love that. Advice. I love that. And also a lot of times when that three year older that wounded part of us is reacting, if if we can step back, like you said, a timeout or something and and go inside and, and really hear where she's coming from, like what you realize is sometimes she has, she's operating from some false beliefs, you know, like he said that, so that must mean he doesn't love me or, you know, like, and it it may not even be true. So that part of us needs a loving part of us that says, you know, sweetie, that's not actually true. What's really true is, yeah, he said something not that nice, but he's in his own stuff. It, it has nothing to do with you. Do you, you see what I mean? It's like bringing in, recognizing where there might be some false beliefs and letting her know what's really true. Yes. How do you
0: get partners, a couple, let's say, or even, this even applies to singles, very clear about what they want in another person or what they want in that relationship, because I see that most people don't know what they want.
1: That is a great point you have there. Well, I mean, when I start working, you know, with singles, I do the calling and the one that's what I, I love. Work, doing the calling in the one eight week program with. Tell and, us
0: more uh, about that, because I don't know it in depth. I just know that Catherine Woodward Thomas created it. I'm very familiar with her conscious uncoupling. Yeah, so many people are using that now. I mean, way beyond Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Yes,
0: the founder of, of uh, Mind Valley, Vishan, he just recently uh, consciously uncoupled from his wife and talks about the process. So I love her work. So tell me about the calling in the one. What are some of the the pointers there that the audience can use?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, do we have an hour? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, but I'll do my best to do a synopsis. Um, you know, so the, the work of call, probably both calling them unconscious and complaining, but she has some basic premises that it, it is born from. And one of uh, the main ones is that we are the source of what we are experiencing. So if you really, really, really embrace that, you realize that even if you've had something as horrible as what happened to you, like somebody, you know, betraying you or something, there's, they could be 97% responsible for bad behavior, but we look at our 3%. So. So a lot of times it's, it's embracing that and and it, you do it with tenderness and love. We're not saying you, you cause this or, you know, it's not about blame and shame. It's about lovingly recognizing our 3% or whatever our percent is, and, and then seeing how we can transform that. And like you say, as far as recognizing, what do we really want so that, And a lot of people, like you say, they don't have even a a clue what a healthy relationship is. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something from my 25 years of doing this, I sort of incorporate into the calling and the one as well. And and part of calling the one is visioning. But there is a little education as far as what is a healthy relationship, you know? (laughs) And so helping people really know what that is and go for it, you know? Like, go for finding someone who has the capacity to create a beautiful, healthy relationship with. So, calling in the one um, is that that's sort of the premises and knowing what you really want, you know, evolving that and doing some visioning work, which I guess you could sometimes call the law of attraction type, but it's a little, I think, a little more sophisticated because it brings in psychology and healing as well. Um, And then from there, it's really about um, recognizing that true you and where we've been operating from kind of a false place. If we've always believed we're unlovable, like recognizing that that's what we believed and that's what we were creating. So there's a process that, by the way, she's writing a new book, but maybe I should let her do that, but uh, announced that herself. But <laughs> I'm in a pilot program of hers called True You Awakening, which is week three of calling in the one. Um, but it's the whole idea of recognizing where have we been believing, what kind of beliefs have we been operating from that have been unconscious and that recreate unhappy experiences in love and then we step into the true the truth of who we are which is beautiful it's it's you know it's, we're lovable we're magnificent beings and start to operate from that place and what would that look like and sometimes people have no clue what that looks like what does it look like if you're lovable or what does it look like if you're intelli- if you believe you're intelligent and beautiful you know what so so then it's like helping the client understand What that would look like and how they would live their lives that way. Because we need to be the person who we want to attract. We need to learn how to be that person first. And so calling the one is that process. And then it's becoming magnetic to love. So the last part of calling the one is learning how do you become magnetic to love.
0: I think we mirror out that energy when we have self love when we feel we're worthy, when women really embrace that they're just divine beings and they are here to be loved. And when we put that energy out, that's what we get back. But again, it goes back to the inner work of clearing the crap, you know, out. The, yeah. the old thinking, the, the, um, the old ways. And a key point that you said was taking ownership. I talk about that in my new book. You've, we are half of an equation. When you're in a relationship, you're half of an equation. There's responsibility. You made choices that put you in that relationship or marriage or whatever. You chose that person. We have to take responsibility. And when we do, then we're not a victim to anybody's behavior, what anybody does. We own our part in it. That Absolutely. is a danger. Oh, I love it. I, I could talk yes. stuff all day. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. yes.
1: When I s- started looking at your work, I went, oh my God, it's like she took calling in the one. <laughs> I, I didn't know
0: what it was about, but you know, I, when you get older, you get wiser. And when you get hit on yes. the head enough, you start to pay attention. And that's really, yes. I, I, my wisdom comes from making the biggest mistakes.
1: Me too. Me yeah. too. Me too
0: life has been my greatest teacher and my most painful experiences are where I've had the most profound lessons
1: very true me too well I think that's true for most people yeah
0: so you have a wonderful free gift on your website for the audience and I would love you to tell them all about it (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I actually have several, but we just put up one knowing I'm going to do this interview. So it's right there when you go right to thrivinglovingrelationships.com. It just pops. We have it as a pop-up. So it's like in your face. <laughs> but anyway, but it's, a, it's a, um, a gift where you get to take a little bit of a test to, because this is one of the components that is part of calling in the one is your, your self-love. And it's, it's a, a bit of a, a educational, there's a short talk. And then there's an assessment as far as how, how where is your self-love at? And then you there's points to, to recognize what you could actually improve upon. So it's all about self-love.
0: Love it. I love it, girl. I love it. I'm all about <laughs>
1: self-love. It's like, yes.
0: Kim, thank you yeah. so much. You are a delight. Please tell the audience how they can get in touch with you
1: (laughs) well of course you can go to my website thrivinglovingrelationships.com and then you know check out because I have quite a few free things not just that one if you go to the free page but also contact page you know you can access me in many ways and I usually create if I have the time I will create you can sign up to have a like a 20 minute to 30 minute talk with me to see if we would work together. So if I, I have the time in the month, I will create space to have a conversation with you and you'll see a way to sign up for that awesome. on my website. Yeah.
0: It's been wonderful to spend this time with you today. Thank you for being here. I've
1: really enjoyed it and feel very honored to be here. So oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm sure we'll be doing this again, girl. Okay. Thank you, Thanks. Mel. Bless you. All right. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. Be sure to visit brokenopen-book.com to get a copy of Mal's new best-selling book, Broken Open, embracing heartbreak and betrayal as gateways to unconditional love. And for a limited time, you can get over 40 transformational gifts from Mal's launch partners. Claim all of this goodness at brokenopen-book.com.